0: Hello, you're listening to Sarah Archer in episode 268 of The Speaking Club podcast. I want to open this show with a quote from neuroscientist and speaker, Tally Shiro. To make progress, we need to be able to imagine alternative realities, better ones, and we need to believe that we can achieve them. I started this podcast for two reasons, because I want to help people recognise the power of stories and humour in speaking And because I believe it's your message that counts, not the number of ums and ahs you use. There are some organisations that want to create robot speakers. They want you to sacrifice your personality in order to speak perfectly. But I want to let you know that you can be yourself and a sensational speaker. So, if you want to be a speaker that connects and engages authentically through stories, a speaker that gives value as well as a great performance, then welcome home. Well, hello there. I hope you're well. Just in case you were wondering, I am still alive. I just took a pause to focus on some other projects I'm working on that will spill over into the show. And I'll be looking forward to sharing about those soon. And I've also got some great solo episodes and guests coming up. So hold on to your hats. Let's get on with today's show, though. I want you... To imagine, you're sitting in the audience at a conference. Maybe you've just had the hot finger buffet lunch and you're waiting expectantly for the next speaker. And then they come out, walk to the centre of the stage, hold the pause for just a moment, a few seconds even, just so you're leaning in and they open their talk with this. The world is heading to a cataclysmic cliff edge in relation to the environment. Unless we make changes today, our planet will become uninhabitable. And many, many people will die. And on the screen is a slide showing an image of a dystopian landscape. How would you react to that? If you're anything like me, you might get an uncomfortable feeling in your stomach, not related to the hot finger buffet. And then you'll get an overwhelming urge to stick your fingers in your ears and go la 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 la, which is a very effective avoidance tool, much underutilised as an adult. Well, unless you're from Scotland, and then you might be feeling fine. You'll be sitting in the audience feeling smug, in fact. Because apparently that's one of the few places in the world that is going to be okay. So I heard last year whilst I was up at the Edinburgh Fringe. Anyway, the point is this. I'm a climate change believer. I'm doing my best to limit my carbon footprint. But I tend to avoid reading the articles in the paper or watch the videos that are sharing about the mounting evidence of climate change and what it will mean for our future. And it's not because I don't care, I care deeply. But it's because the fear of this disastrous future makes me freeze and want to bury my head in the sand. And this is completely normal. For as Tally Chirot points out in her excellent book, The Influential Mind, as a human being, I've evolved with what's called avoid and approach programming. And this means, at a basic level, I avoid pain and move towards pleasure. It's in our DNA, and it's how we've survived. And it's been proven that if we want to get people into action, the immediate carrot works more effectively than the big stick that might beat you in the future. That's why we're more likely to get up off the sofa and walk to the shop to get our favourite chocolate bar than we are to get off the sofa to go to the gym because of the consequences of poor health and fitness that might affect us in the future. However if we want to encourage inaction people to do nothing then the stick is more effective than the carrot. Just like my instinctive initial reaction of avoiding and ignoring when confronted with the calamitous effects of climate change. And here's the so what of all this for you as a speaker. It means that we need to develop an intimate understanding of our audience so that we can understand where they are, what they fear and what they desire. And that understanding enables us to carefully curate our message to illustrate the rewards where we want people to take action and share the negative consequences and uncertainty where we want people to decide against something. And that's why developing audience intimacy is a key foundational ingredient in my Now Your Signature Talk program. Because speaking is a game of push and pull with the audience, using your content as one of the levers to influence your audience's thoughts and actions. And another thing to note here, though, is when you do use push content, it's important to pull them back to you after. For example, if I'm sharing about a huge mistake that my audience is likely making and the impact that that can have on their speaking, I'll follow it with something that shows it's not their fault or lets them off the hook. So I might say something like, I see so many speakers. Stuffing up the opportunity to build a relationship with their audience because they're pretending to be something else on stage. They go into presenter mode or they feel compelled to boast about all their achievements for the first 10 minutes of the talk. Both of which put barriers up instead of building connection. And if that's something that you do, then don't beat yourself up. It's just the old imposter syndrome rearing its head and when it comes to speaking and putting yourself out there in front of an audience that darn imposter syndrome can affect even the most confident and extrovert of people. Okay see how I pushed them then pulled them towards me there. Okay so getting to know your audience so you can use the push and pull in your content is a big lever to influence them. But that's not all. There is another huge lever that works here that you need to be aware of as a speaker. It's, drum roll please, emotion. I'm not talking about being emotional which usually makes the audience uncomfortable. Nope. I'm talking about using emotion in two key ways in your talk, in your content and in your delivery. Let's talk about content first. Have you seen the film Alien, the original one with Sigourney Weaver? Perhaps one of the most shocking and iconic moments of that film is when the alien erupts from John Hurt's tummy. I realised I might have just lessened the impact of that image by using the word tummy. Anywho, the point I want to make is that it's likely that most people seeing the film reacted to that bit in the same way. And science backs this up, as quite a few experiments have been done to measure the pattern of brain activity whilst people watch speeches and movies. And what researchers found is that there's an amazing amount of synchronicity that occurs at certain points. Not just in the language and hearing part of the brain, which you might expect, but also in those parts that are relating to creating associations and processing emotions. And what that means is a big chunk of the audience was engaged and reacting in exactly the same way. And the points at which this happened were when the plot shifted or there was jeopardy, suspense or elation basically the moments that were emotionally charged. And there are two big so what's for you as a speaker here. First of all, you need to build these emotionally charged moments into your talk. And trust me, you can have them in your story, even if you don't think it's a Hollywood blockbuster. I've done this so many times with people, they underestimate the power of an everyday, you know, experience because the thing is most people have them. That's why those, you know, documentary type programs or fly on the wall type programs are so popular. We can relate to them. So don't dismiss your story. Second, you need to recognize that in order to become a powerful speaker who creates engagement and impact, you need to see your talk as a production a piece of entertainment as well as enlightenment that takes the audience on that emotional journey. And as far as speaking goes, unless you can outsource some of it, you are the writer, the director and the performer of this production. Okay, right, let's talk about emotion in the delivery part now. The experiment that I mentioned before highlights another super useful thing about human beings that you can take advantage of as a speaker out in front of the audience. Get this, part of the reason the brain patterns of the people watching the speech were in sync was because emotions are catching. As I mentioned earlier, we are all wired to use our instincts to approach pleasure and avoid pain. But not only am I programmed to use my own instincts to do this, but I'm also wired to be influenced by your emotions in this area too. If you're scared, it transmits to me. If you're happy and excited, it transmits to me. Emotions are infectious because we use the signals from others in the group to protect and sustain ourselves. If you're scared, chances are you've spotted a sabre-toothed tiger and if you're happy, maybe you spotted some food or an attractive potential mate. What that means is that as the speaker, you are the emotion conductor and with your words, voice and body language, you are getting your audience in the right emotional state to receive your messages if you want them to feel positive about something you raise your vibration if you want them to feel negative you'll lower your vibration to excite them become excited and so on it can be like a subtle change but it'll be picked up because we have these emotion transmitters which are called mirror neurons and that they it's so effective just please don't yawn on stage I hope that you can see from what I've shared today that as a speaker, you have a huge opportunity to lead the thoughts, emotions and actions of your audience. Don't squander it by just slapping a few slides together and winging your next speaking gig. Invest in getting to know the audience, developing great content and increasing your speaking and performance skills so that you can lever all those traits and programming that we have as human beings and fully leverage your talk to build your authority to help people see things differently and to grow your business right for your takeaways think about how the audience is likely to react to your content is it likely to push them away or pull them frame the message in a way that's going to get them reacting in the way that you want if you do push them Make sure to let them off the hook afterwards and pull them back to you. Make sure you build emotionally charged moments into your talk content so that you get the audience feeling the same way. And don't forget that you've got the opportunity to create the right energy and emotional state to help that content be more impactful by embodying that energy and emotion yourself in your delivery. And finally, see the huge opportunity speaking gives you and make the investment to fully leverage it. There you go. It's fantastic to be back with you again. I hope you found this useful. And do you know what? If so, I'd love it if you take a couple of minutes to leave an honest rating or review over at ratethispodcast.com slash TSC. And just thank you again for choosing the speaking club to listen to and for sticking with us during this brief hiatus we've had. And if you're on LinkedIn or Instagram, do connect and say hi. Have a wonderful rest of your week. And until next time, don't you forget to grab your life by the nuts and get cracking. Bye-bye. It's a nightmare. You're an expert with so much to say, but now that you've been booked to speak you're struggling to know exactly what to talk about. You want a talk that engages the audience and wins you new clients without you losing your personality or anyone feeling pitched to. But what happens when you sit down to create that talk is that you end up staring at a blank page for ages, or worse, surrounded by hundreds of sticky notes with content that you could include. With so much material, you just don't know where to start or finish don't worry, because many experts like you face exactly the same challenge. And that's why I created the Blank Page to Stage Guide. In just 50 minutes, this breakthrough resource is gonna help you identify the big idea of your message, make it relatable for the audience that you're speaking to and convey it all in a way that gets the audience inspired and on board with your idea. And it works even if you have tons of material or your subject feels less than exciting. If you want to cut through swathes of content and get a talk that you're excited to share, your audience loves and wins you new clients, then grab your blank page to stage guide from saraharcher.co.uk slash new guide TSC. Oh, I forgot to say, it's completely free. Enjoy.